This is Celebrating Children, a monthly podcast in honor of celebrating conversations with children. Confidently, this will inspire and encourage us to listen, defend, support, and advocate for our infants, toddlers, preschoolers, school-age children, and all children from across the board to help us see the world from their perspectives through their stages of development. Celebrate! Well, hello, hello, everyone. Today is December 15th, 2021. It's been a wonderful Wednesday, and I wish you all a wonderful Wednesday, wherever you may be. I welcome you to the sixth episode of Celebrating Children Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Ikua Dominguez. And as always, I want to sing a happy birthday song to all children around the world, born in the month of December. If your birthday was on December 1st through the 14th, the song will be for you. If your birthday happens to be today, yay, happy birthday. If your birthday is going to be tomorrow or the next day or the end of the month, this song will be for you as well. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear children, born in the month of December. I wish you all a wonderful day, and I hope your day will be everything that you dreamed of. So today, I want to dedicate my podcast to someone who made a difference in my life at a book fair. So I went to my very first local author book fair in Mesa, Arizona, and I wanted to mingle, get to know other authors and like connect with them and collaborate with them, but I was feeling shy. I was just sitting there, just sitting down and just like watching the world go by or something. And then this gorgeous lady just walked up to my table and asked me about my book and said hello to me and give me resources about being a new author and just really a beautiful, friendly woman. And I am so grateful for her because I kept thinking about me sitting down, wanting to go mingle with people and me feeling shy. Um, But she came up to me and once she began talking to me, she kind of helped me open up and helped me come out of my shell and I got to know her and she wrote a beautiful book it's so the cover is beautiful and I just couldn't help admiring the cover of her book her book is called Coco Washington Bully Slayer and the author's name is Tamika Thompson Burke and the illustrations are by the illustration is by Navi Robbins so I'm going to read this book today because she made a difference in my life and I want to say thank you to her by reading her book on my podcast today. This book is amazing and you can buy this book that I'm going to read to you at her website and the address is Tamika Washington, I mean sorry, TamikaThompsonBurke.com. That's her website and you can buy the book from there. I will post this link on my social media sites. And if you have any question about this book, you can email me and I can help you 
get the book for yourself because this book is so good and I can't wait for this book to be in like schools and like I think every child needs to read this book and hear this book this is so good so forgive me as I'm going to read this book I'm going to be turning pages and stuff and you might hear it page turn and all that but please bear with me I am going to read this book and I'm going to tell you in the end why I like this book okay so like I said, the title of, the, of this book is called Coco Washington, Bully Slayer by Tamika Thompson-Burke and illustrated by Navi Robbins. I hope I said the name right. Corrine Coco Washington did not look like your average fourth grader. She was unusually tall for her age and often mistaken for a middle schooler. She had thick, puffy brown hair, she wore up in two pigtails, and her skin was a color of chocolate syrup. She had multicolored braces and wore bright purple framed eyeglasses. She wore her older cousin's hand-me-down clothes, collected postcards, and was obsessed with stag beetles. And I'm going to turn a page. Coco lived with her grandparents, Willie J. and Marianne. The trio lived in a tiny apartment along with their two cats, Cleo and Kitty. Coco also had a collection of exotic stag beetles. Willie and Mary did not have much money for material things and made up for this by showering their only granddaughter with lots of love and affection. One day after school, as Coco was walking home, she encountered a trio of fifth grade girls, Bailey, Sam, and their leader, Kaylee. 11-year-old Kaylee Kim was a Greenbelt Jiu-Jitsu master. Thin, petite framed almond-shaped brown eyes. Her short jet black styled in a bobbed cat, in a bobbed cat, often clipped to the clipped onto the clipped on the side. Underneath her heart-shaped, angelic face hid her naughty ways. Most fifth graders towered over Kaylee. However, she sparkled fear in their eyes. Kaylee was quick-tempered, high-strung, and used to always getting her way. Oh, look, it's Coco, mocked Sam. She's such a weirdo, Kaylee added. Yeah, she's such a weirdo, weirdo loser. Like, why do you exist? Grab her, Kaylee commanded. Her followers complied. Let me go, Coco demanded as she did her best to break free. Kaylee ripped Coco's lunchbox away from her, tossing it into the nearby trash can. Coco was reduced to tears. She felt as if her world was caving in on her. The three girls surrounded Coco and began taunting her. Cry baby Coco, cry baby Coco. Then suddenly, Coco was pushed to the ground. Kaylee and her bully crew quickly ran away. Coco looked up to find a shopkeeper, motioning for her to come inside the shop. Who, me? Coco asked, pointing to herself. Yes, child, you. Well, okay, Coco picked up her water bottle and went inside the shop. Where's your lunchbox, child? The woman asked. 
Kaylee threw it in the trash. What will your grandmother Mary say? Surprised? You know my name? And Grandma Mary too? Yes, child, I know your grandmother Mary. I was once a fifth grade teacher myself. You were? Yes, the shopkeeper smiled. Cool. Coco continued browsing around the shop. What will you do without a lunchbox? I, I don't know, she mumbled, hanging her head in despair. Maybe I can help. The shopkeeper disappeared behind a black curtain. She emerged carrying a new shiny red lunchbox. Coco's eyes widened with delight. Is that for me? Yes, it is, the shopkeeper smiled. Coco grabbed the lunchbox. Red is my favorite color. It's perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Coco twirled in happiness. Good. I want you to have it. This lunchbox is special, Coco, and will guide you to help others. True courage comes from within. Special? Coco asked with a quizzical stare at her as her face crunched up. Patting Coco's hand, you will see, Coco. You will see it. Now run along. Grandma Mary is waiting. Yes, ma'am, I will. Coco tossed her books into her shiny red lunchbox and exited the shop. That evening, Coco looked out her bedroom window up at the stars and blew a kiss to her parents. Mom, Dad, I have a new lunchbox. I hope Kaylee does not throw this one in the trash. Good night. I love you. The next day, Coco ate her breakfast, eggs, toast, and orange juice. She could not wait to show off her new red lunchbox. As Coco neared the schoolhouse, her lunchbox began to glow. Well, what's happening? She mumbled, firmly gripping the straps. Coco flagged down a classmate. My lunchbox is glowing? The classmate giggled. Um, no. Are you okay, Coco? Never mind, Coco smiled faintly. Coco then recalled the shopkeeper's words. Special lunchbox. As Coco neared toward the building, her glowing lunchbox intensified. What do you want me to do? Where are you taking me? She whispered. Coco looked up and found herself standing outside the school gym. Coco felt the lunchbox forcing, almost urging her to go inside. Coco pushed open the double doors into the entrance of the gym. School kids gathered around a third grader named Pedro Lopez. Fat boy, fat boy, fat boy, they chanted. Pedro stood helpless, scared, and all alone. Why are you so fat? Corey laughed. Yeah, Andrew chimed in. You're so fat, you stepped on the scale and it's said to be continued. Why are you so fat and stupid? Wyatt added. Yeah, I just want to punch your fat face, Corey snarled. They all busted into laughter. Coco had, had, had heard enough. Leave him alone, Coco demanded. Make me, Corey huffed. I will report you and your friends to Principal Cooley. Why are you mocking Pedro? 
how would you like it if someone mocked you, Corey, for having freckles and connecting the dots face? Or you, Andrew, for having red hair? Or you, Wyatt, for simply because he or she wants to? We were only kidding, Corey remarked. Yeah, we're only joking. It isn't a big deal, Andrew added. It is never okay to call other people names, Poco scolded. We're sorry, geez, we're sorry, Pedro, the trio apologized. I won't do it again, Wyatt reassured, extending his hand out to Pedro. The boys shook Pedro's hand and walked out of the gymnasium together. Out of the the sight of others, Coco took off her lunchbox and held it up to her face. Okay, you have magical powers. Wait, what kind of powers do you have? She questioned. No reply. Why me? No reply. Okay, this is silly. I'm talking to my lunchbox. Coco put on her lunchbox and headed to class. Coco made it halfway down the hallway when her lunchbox began illuminating. It was Kaylee and her crew. Great, Coco mumbled, trying to avoid them. Too late. Kaylee blocked Coco from entering her classroom. I heard you wanted to fight me, she huffed, shaking her head profusely. No, Kaylee, I do not. I never said that. She's lying, smirked Sam. No, I'm not. I I do not want to fight. Please leave me alone, Coco begged. After school, me, you, under the oak tree, behind the school, Kaylee demanded. If you don't show up, I'll tell everyone I beat you up. Coco pushed to pass the bullying trio and ran into her classroom. What am I going to do now, she thought. How was she going to get out of this one? All she could think about was meeting Kaylee after school. Kaylee was all bad news. Rumor had it, she never lost a fight. Coco wanted to disappear. 2.59, the clock read 2.59. Coco watched as the second head slowly ticked. Word got around the school of Kaylee and Coco's meeting after school. Three o'clock. Coco had no choice but to show up. Only this time, Coco would confront Kaylee and her crew. A crowd of bystanders had gathered near the oak tree. Kaylee stood with her fist balled up. Her face beat red once she saw Coco. Real courage comes from within. Coco took a deep breath, gently removing her glowing lunchbox. I have to do this on my own, Coco resolved. Kaylee, I'm here. Crush her, Kaylee, Bailey cheered. Yeah, crush her, added Sam. She will not crush me or anyone else. Not today, tomorrow, or ever again. Today is the day I fight back Kaylee. I am not afraid of young. I'm not afraid of you anymore. If you or anyone hit me, I will defend myself and you will be suspended from school. 
Coco did not back down. No one had ever stood up to Kaylee. She reigned terror on the entire school. She can't take all she t- she can't take on all of us, Kaylee chuckled. I can't get suspended. My mom would ground me, cried Sam. Neither can I, added Bailey. This is too much for me. I, I gotta go. She grabbed her belongings and left. I didn't dismiss you, Kaylee yelled. Kaylee, you're too mean and cruel to others. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be a pawn anymore. Me either. I was just following along so I wouldn't get bullied, Sam confessed. You're on your own, Kaylee, Bailey replied, running to catch her friend. Loser. I'm not a loser. Loser. Kaylee stood all alone. Fine, I don't need friends. You look ridiculous, Kaylee, yelled a bystander. Yeah, you're just a troublemaker. What a loser you are, added another. I'm I'm not a loser, Kaylee cried. Coco intervened. She is not a loser. Taunting and calling taunting and name calling others is a form of bullying. It is? I was just making fun. It isn't nice to make fun of another person's weight, appearance, or difference. We should embrace others, not hurt their feelings. Kaylee could not believe Coco of all people stood up for her. At home, I am a nobody. At home, my older siblings tell me what to do. At school, everyone fears me. I, I am somebody. I have friends. No one will be your friend, Kaylee, until you learn how to respect others. As for your older siblings, tell them and your parents how you truly feel, Coco said. Kaylee hung her head low. So, what's it going to be, Kaylee? Coco asked, extending her hand. Remain a bully or gain a new friend? I suppose I would like us to be friends, she replied, slowly slowly shaking Coco's hand. Me too, Coco smiled. Friends it is. Word of a fight had reached the principal's office and she was making her way toward the oak tree. Students immediately disbanded, running in all directions. Principal Cooley's coming, several students yelled. Well, we better get going, Coco urged. I agree, Kaylee smiled. Coco and Kaylee made your way out of the schoolyard. Just then, Coco's lunchbox began illuminating. You go on, Kaylee. Someone needs my help. The end. I just love this book so much. I could read the book over and over again. I love this book because growing up, I too was bullied. I was, I had all the name callings. I went through all that. And I wouldn't tell you on here the kinds of names that people called me. And I almost believed it. I didn't have any confidence in myself. I... It was horrible, and I'm so grateful that Tamika thompson Burke has come up with a book about bullying and that we can all learn from this and be better at helping others overcome this 
what's the word to overcome bullying? Well, I also love this book because in the story, Coco was fearless. And she set a good example. She was not a bystander. She set a good she set a good example and in the end she helped a bully become a friend. And I would like to leave um this quote with you. Um it says, Be an encourager. The world has plenty of critics already. And I found this on DaveWillis.org website. So this is the end of my podcast and I hope you really enjoyed it. And again, I hope you able to I hope you can check out this book. It's called Coco Washington Bully Slayer. It's by Tamika Thompson Burke. And the illustration is by Navi Robbins. I hope I said Navi right. Yeah, so check check her out. This is a great book. I recommend it. I love it. I will read it again and again to anyone who will listen. And if you would like to follow me on social media, you can reach me at Abigail E. Domingue 1 on Twitter. And have a wonderful month. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to meeting again with you in the new year. This is it. I do my podcast once a month. So this is it for this for the year. And I will look forward to meeting again with you on this platform in 2022. Have a wonderful day and celebrate.